Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Bros 3 Podcast for March 21st, 2021, uh, <laughs> 2023. And how are you doing, fam? I say, how are you doing? Are you out there living your best life? Well, I hope that you are. And if you're not, then today would be the perfect day to start. You know, <laughs> 2021. You know, I was, okay. I had this thought. Time travel movies, right? Time travel movies only work is if the person going back in time is from the the modern time. Okay, so like Back to the Future, right? He was from 1980-ish, whatever. That movie only works if somebody from 1980 goes back in time. That way, we as the audience, we have a uh, a frame of reference, right? And it's relevant to us because that's that's current. And you can go back to the fifties, and you can make uh, you can make uh, observations, right? Oh, you have two different water fountains. That's interesting. In the eighties, we're just worried about contracting AIDS from a water fountain. You know, there's that resonance there. You know, speaking of water fountains, <laughs> that's a terrible terrible transition but speaking of water dude there's no more water fountains anymore like you used to be able to go to like a library right and put your face close to a metal pipe that shot water at it you know like they got the ones now you can kind of you can you know if you got a water bottle or something you can kind of get water from that but for most places you die in a thirst bro right and then they had a little counter on top that says you know by using this machine you've saved you know, 3,000 water bottles and as you put your little water say 3,001 you know you're supposed to make you feel better I guess Flint Michigan still ain't got no water or no water fountain ooh topical <laughs> it's the truth um, but yeah you can't have a person like if okay it's 2023 you can't do a time travel movie I guess you could but if you have somebody go from like 1970s to 1940s it's not much of a jump you know 19s well let's say 1960s 1960s back to 1920s just 40 years one person's lifespan you know like you like 1960s and you go there like (laughs) the people from 1920s be like we don't let black people into certain places person from 1960s like yeah no we don't (laughs) It ain't changed that much. I like those people from the 1920s. There's not a lot of... I think you kind of got to go a little bit further back to be like, oh, y'all are dealing with this issue? We are so much better because we've dealt with that issue. And that's just not the case. I'm rambling, but okay, cool. Since we're on this topic, I was thinking about Saturday morning cartoons, which I just... The reason I thought about it is because okay, the Transformer movies, right? They they when they make the movies, they they also like reboot the show. So I was looking at my little Instagram, and they show like a new like kid friendly Transformers, you know. And it was like Megatron, which is the main bad guy, uh, the leader of the Decepticons, and Optimus Prime. The main bad, main good guy on the Autobots, they friends now. 
I guess apparently they rebooted Megatron and he was just like, I don't want to kill you anymore. And they were like, all right, you my best friend now. Let's roll out. Never mind the fact that Optimus Prime turned to a truck. Megatron turned to a pistol. <laughs> and they start cross friends though, right? So I was watching a clip of that. And then I was thinking, like, I went back a couple years to one of before they was friends because they trying to teach young kids everybody could be friends even autobots and decepticons which is just blasphemous to me right i saw a clip uh optimus prime punched megatron megatron slid down the mountain like oh my god it burns it's tearing the flesh off my back optimus prime jumped off top of the mountain was like i ain't trying to hear that punched him in the face and then turned around turned around because you know Megatron on the ground well when Optimus Prime turns into his human his robot form his wheels is in the back and like his wheels like two butt cheeks and he he did a burnout like (laughs) while he was standing and then and then Megatron like now and then Optimus Prime like teabagged him like he did a burnout on his chest is what I'm trying to tell you and (laughs) And now they got him over there palling around like, oh my God, colors are so much fun. Like, Autobots and Transformers, when I grew up on Transformers, right, like it was on site. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Autobots would be chilling at a party or whatever, and they'd be like, hey, this is some good music, turn the music up, whatever. As soon as Decepticon came to the party, they was like, roll out. they pull out pistols, like, pew, 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 pew. And they'd be like, protect the Energon. And he shot the Energon, and they'd be like, all right, let's go. Like they peeled out on him, cuz. And what else? Uh, now, okay, around Thanksgiving, right? Thanksgiving, I don't know why I thought about the Thundercats. I used to love the Thundercats, right? Thundercats was awesome, right? By the power of Thundera, Sight Beyond Sight, all that. I, mean, I wanted to be, I wanted to be Lionel, and I wanted to marry Titara. That's just what it was. She was running through the jungle. I was like, yeah, but I can catch you. I can catch your heart. You dig? So. Anyway, it was it was about Thanksgiving. I started really thinking about this, right? The Thundercats was wrong, bro. I know they supposed to have been the heroes, but just this is how they whitewash things, right? This is just it's it sounds like conspiracy theory, but think about this, right? The Thundercats was from Thundera. They was from a whole nother planet, right? They was cruising around space and then they went to hypersleep, right? They got knocked off course. They land on the planet, right? What they call the planet? New Thundera. And there was already stuff living there. There was people, not people, but like furry bears and, you know, Marmara, right? But this is it, right? They crash on the planet. They say, this is New Thundera. We claiming this, right? Marmara wakes up like, yo, what's going on, right? Now, Marmara living in the pyramid, you know? Egypt, he in the pyramid, right? And then the mute they call them mutants just because they don't look as beautiful and pristine as the Thundercats, right? They say, oh, you ugly, you you a mutant, right? And then and 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 what? Uh uh Mom when he wake up, right? He, he oh he go to the pot, check on his crock pot, right? He like, oh make sure the crop the crowd of beans ain't burned, make sure all the water ain't cooked out, right? And you look up in there, right? And he starts seeing all these 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 pale people. 
building trucks and you know all this other stuff on this planet right and he got the ancient egypt gods up there right got a person with, with an alligator face oh he like but then they changed it right now he praying to pagan gods ancient spirits of evil transform this decayed form to mumra the evil living and then the lightning shot off then they used cock diesel there <laughs> and he jumped out and he had what is his dog mamut because you know when the egyptians got buried their pets went with him right he wasn't quite a pit bull but he had the pit bull-esque face right and he'd fly out yeah right he's like what y'all doing on this planet and then Lionel with his stoic voice, get your ass off New Thunder. <laughs> and Mumra like, we got a this the plan called Window, man. We had a name before you came in, right? And that show taught us to look at the deciduous people. Well, that's not what the word is. What's the word when people already lit up? <laughs> I want to say carnivorous, but that ain't right the indigenous that they that show made us look at the indigenous people oh they ugly and they weird and their gods are, are blasphemous right i'm just saying if you look at it man it's, it's deeper than hip-hop that's all i'm saying and then i seen a commercial right they said <laughs> they had a heavyset toddler right which is some people are born genetically predisposed to like food and you know, slow metabolism. I get it, right? Whatever. Um, they got the thing, they got like slip-ons for toddlers. It was like, are you tired of your toddler having to bend over to tie a shoe? And a little heavy set toddler like, oh, I am, right? <laughs> like basically, they just put their foot in it. They put their foot in the shoe and just press down with all their heavy body weight and it just slides in. My thing is this. I do that now because I'm 40. I earned the right to just slide some shoes on. I work hard. Man, you a toddler. Oh, I can't put my foot in there. Man, we used to have the Velcro shoes, and if you couldn't get the Velcro, you was just, you was, you was out of luck, right? And then I went to the movies, and now before you go to a movie, and <laughs> I know it's like a crazy old man, but real talk. Now before you go to a movie, before you buy your ticket, they got like a little placard up there to say, yo, just... Be worried, be be warned. This is for photogenic uh, sensitive people. There's gonna be some flashing lights. Your kid may have a seizure. It's like, oh, when was this a thing? Like, dude, yeah, cartoons are supposed to have colors and movies are supposed to be loud. It's like, oh, your kid is uh, sensory um, sensory sensitive. We give you some some headphones to put on so it won't be as loud, dude. You shouldn't. Then your kids shouldn't. <laughs> you just wait till movies come on DVD, man. Wait till you. Speaking of DVDs, do you know I still, every now and then, I still see the red boxes. I don't know if y'all know what red boxes is, but they were like vending machines. And you can go get the new movie. You want to see the new Fast and Furious 3? Boom, you go to the red box. But red boxes is creepy now. It's almost like seeing uh, a telephone. Uh, what's the, the payphone? Like with the booth. You know, it's like it's creepy. It's out of place. They always put the red boxes at places that drug dealers will hang out. Like it's like at the Family Express gas station. It's in the corner. Like you gotta look for it. <laughs> and he just sitting there like, oh, you, you want to see Finding Nemo? <laughs> like, and then they had a, the bootleg move. This ain't Finding Nemo. This is Flippers Fun Time. Oh man, look, you in that man? You gotta raise up the. Because they have the screen on it. You got to touch screen, which I wouldn't want to touch it. But then they had like a little protective 
nightshade or something. I don't know, like a blind. You got to hold that up while you look for your movie. It's like, yeah. Just, just, it feel like a drug dealing robot. I don't like it. It's just creepy. Because I was poking out like, oh, you, you looking for a movie? No, nah, man. I got, I got streaming. Oh, okay, okay. All right. Whatever. Um, speaking, okay, so the little kids, they fat. So, you know, whatever. So they got, <laughs> but whatever, right? So then, um, yeah, they were saying, and then, okay, so they always made the bad guys ugly. That's in the show. Because I'm like, I, back when I, seeing is ugly. I get it. But then they started, the you know, villains used to have hooks or claws or something. Like they might be missing an eye or something, you know, a scar on their face. Well, then people who were scarred or people who had hooks, <laughs> they started complaining. So they stopped doing that in movies, like, you know, or cartoons or whatever. Because, you know, got Captain Hook. And then, you know, he was the bad guy trying to grab Peter Pan. Okay, cool. Well, now you got an uncle who was in Vietnam. He was holding an M80. Blew his fingers off. So now you got a hook. And you, it's your 10th birthday party or whatever. And your uncle come in, try to give you a hook. You're like, oh, evil. Right? And then your uncle took his good hand and wrote a letter. Like, you know, dear Walt Disney, my kid is scared of people with hooks. You know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he got a hook hand, man. I don't. And then, okay. And then, and then in certain shows, like when it's like the third act, right? Once you got the bad guy beat, you say, okay, it's over with bad guy. And he all beat and deformed or whatever. And he, in his desperation, what he do? He grabbed like a beaker full of like some, some smoking concoction, right? Like, I'm not going to jail. You know what they do to bad guys in jail with a hook, <laughs> right? And then he drinks the potion. And then from there, he drops the vial. And all the bad, all the good guys are like, oh my God, what just happened, right? And he falls over the table, like, ah, how it hurt. Something moving in me, right? And then all of a sudden, he come up. And now he turned into like a squid monster or something, right? Got like eight arms and four eyes. And he's like, I'm all powerful. You know, and then like he would always bust out his clothes. And then like he had goat legs or something. And then he'd like, hey, you ready to fight now? And then the, the hero would be like, no, nah, man, you ain't got no pants on and you ain't got no genitals. Like, how much power would you have to have for it to be okay to be smooth like a Ken doll down there? I have goat legs. Like, how would you take a dump with goat legs? <laughs> Your legs bend backwards, what I'm trying to tell you. Um. Anyway, that's the stuff that be going through my head. So, it, you know, I make myself chuckle sometimes. Uh. Okay, so 90 TV shows, right? 90 sitcoms. I'm not going to get into all of them, but I, I did want to talk about this because I was, I was sitting there thinking, I was like, there were certain episodes that they all had. Right, like Family Matters, Bill Cosby, not Bill Cosby, The Cosby Show, Different World, Different Strokes, you know, all the shows. I about to say Family Matters again, but the shows, right? They always had a drug episode, right? Like somebody was like, you know, what in 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 The Cosby Show? Like, I guess he what Theo grabbed the wrong math book, and when when one of one of the parents opened up the book, a joint rope fell out. And they was looking like it was a crack pipe. And then they, and I guess they told Theo, like, look, if you smoking weed, it's cool. He was like, well, it ain't mine. He said, look, it's cool. He was like, it ain't mine. He got all bent out of shape. And Bill was like, why don't you smoke it and calm the hell down? Like, it ain't that. I just said it's not that. And then 
Theo went to school and grabbed the dope head to burn out, right? Slammed him against the locker. My parents think that's my joint. And he was like, hey, man, you know, it's cool, baby. I smoke weed. I ain't as tense as you. And he was like, well, you coming to dinner tonight, and you going to tell him it's your joint. And he was like, y'all going to give me a free meal because I got the munchie. And your parents is a doctor and a lawyer. What y'all have? And he was like, we're going to have something pleasant. <laughs> so come out the ghetto and have dinner with my parents, right? So then the guy goes to the school or goes to the house or whatever. He's like, look, Dr. Uh, Bill Cosby, I'm going to let you know that was my joint. And then Bill's like, man, that was some fire, man. That was some Zaza. Like, let me get your plug, right? And then, okay, so then the drug dealer goes back to the ghetto, never to be heard from again. And then Bill's like, Theo, didn't I tell you it was cool? He was like, I'm just saying, man. Ain't nobody stanking on my name, Dad. <laughs> Like, all right, take your nerd butt upstairs, right? You always had a drug episode. And what was that? The one on uh, Saved by the Bell. She was on speed, some meth, whatever. You had the bullying episode where he told you, stand up to a bully, man, or a snitch. One or two. <laughs> if you can't fight, pick up something and hit him. You scared to do that? Tell a, tell a parent or a teacher. We're we going to think less of you, but we're we going to try to make it stop. But if you're a bully, real talk, I, I, you might just get bullied more. Like, <laughs> You gotta roll the dice. They had a teen pregnancy episode. I was a teen pregnancy episode, and it was always a close call. Like some, let's see, uh, what? What was that show? Facts of Life, right? It was a house full of women, and like twelve girls. They was all abandoned, whatever. But they had some probably good self-esteem. It was plucky, you know, that type of thing. So, what? You had Mrs. Garrett, and uh, you know, a house full of women, whatever. And it'd be, let's just say, they had somebody over for study group, right? And then she goes upstairs, uses the bathroom, I guess, while she's in someone else's house, she decides to take a pregnancy test, right? Pees on it, leaves it there. She's pregnant, she don't know what to do. And then Mrs. Garrett or somebody, or Tootie, some, some nerd, some snitch, finds her like, somebody pregnant. And then the music goes boom, boom, boom. And everybody freeze frame, like, oh. <laughs> and then from there, the episode is Miss Garrett trying to figure out who in their period thing is y'all all live in the same house y'all should have sunk up sank synced up you know they all their peers should be am i wrong that's how them things work they should all be on the pier at the same time right so then come to find out it's the girl who came to visit and the girl to come to visit she said oh i left my pencil or something she then miss gary was like you ain't leave no pencil you left your purity upstairs didn't you and then she pulled out the peach stick like oh gotcha <laughs> And then she like, you don't know what it's like for me. I live on the streets or whatever, right? And then they have a, they had a little PSA at the end. If you know somebody who's having, use a condom all the time. You ain't got to feel <laughs> what you're doing. Just be safe when you do it. And then the star would shoot by. The more you know. Um. And then there was the illiteracy one. Every time it was somebody who couldn't read a book. That Family Matters was good for that one, right? And they would always trick somebody. Like, it'd be some dude like, oh, yeah, man. Uh, you know, they'd be like, yo, grab a... <laughs> By the name of color. <laughs> but that's being colorblind. They'd be like, yeah, man, grab the, uh, the, the, the the box with the pepperoni pizza on it. And then he'd just grab any box. And he'd be like, yo, man, what you doing, man? This is sausage. You're like, oh, jab turkey. I thought you said grab the sausage. They'd be like, nuh-uh. And then the mom and dad be sitting there like, mm he can't read <laughs> right but then my thing is if you know somebody can't read let them loan you know that's how you know you get old you say stuff like let them loan but you know at the end it was always a confrontation like 
I told you to turn down Abernathy Street. You turned down Abagast. Brothers, like, to be fair, they both begin with A's. I know my letters. I just can't read. And then they had that impassionate thing. What am I supposed to do, man? I live on the bad side of town. Reading is for nerds, chump. You know, they'd be like, Urkel come like, if you want to learn to read, I can do that. <coughs> Jesus. The guy don't like ugly. Uh, I think Urkel was a Christian because I almost choked. He was like, if you want to learn to read, <laughs> well, I'm going to do it again. If you want to learn to read, <laughs> I could do that. And he was like, I don't need to read. And then they would leave. And then they'd be like, if you know somebody who can't read, you should definitely confront them in front of all your loved ones. And then just shake your head at how they can't read and how they're going to make it through life. The more you know. You know, I always wanted a follow up to those episodes. Like, okay, the girl pregnant. Can we see like three, tri third month trimester, third, first trimester, whatever trimester? Did she make it some of herself? The brother who could read. Did he just stop hanging out with you? Well, obviously, because that was the third season of Family Matters, and you never had the little boy who could read ever come back. Just saying. All right. I'm on a tirade, but I'm having a good time, man. I'm over here reminiscing, and old folks love to reminisce. Uh,. <laughs> Me and brother number two, which is my middle brother, hence the name, brother number two. Um, we were talking about <laughs> whenever we get together, we like to talk about like how much the world has changed. Not so much in a reflective way, just in our the things that we thought was acceptable on TV. Hence this kind of podcast, this this episode. Like I learned. <laughs> How to keep your mouth shut from watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Now, what? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Yeah, you can't say that word really fast. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, TMNT, they had a, a movie. I think the movie came out, let's just say 1990, right? Somewhere like that. So, I remember my mom took me, brother number two, because it wasn't no brother number three at the time. We go to the movies to see the turtles, the live action movie of the turtles, right? So we get there. And I think we was late. Brother number two had to have popcorn. I, I know we was broke. I just wanted to be there. I just wanted to be in the mist. You dig what I'm saying? So on the big screen, man, we watching the turtles, right? Well, first they started out with April O'Neil. You just kind of saw the turtles in the shadow, right? April O'Neil doing her job. She reporting and she like, we talking about these kids running around stealing, smoking. And watching rap songs and stuff and she goes to the editor she was like you gotta stop talking about the foot clan they're gonna come here and put a foot up your ass <laughs> she was like i ain't scared i do this for journalism i got integrity i gotta talk about it right and they were like stop it april i'm warning you and she was like too late baby bye right so then she getting off of work she waves to the camera man we did good work today all this other type of stuff right so then she goes to the subway i don't live in a big city but from what I've seen in other movies, there's always people in the subway. Well, as she runs down the stairs of the subway, there's no other trucks there. I mean, there's no other people there. There's no, and she just missed the, her subway. I guess it's called a train. She like, oh man, right? So she look around, and she just there by herself, right? So then the lights flick off, right? And she in the subway by herself. Does she leave? No, she doesn't. She, she's a she's a plucky woman. She's a reporter. She ain't scared. She turned around and it's like 
the whole foot clan right whole foot clan some bald head asian dude no i'm lying it was just the foot clan just all these brothers in masks you know <laughs> just standing there and she's just looking like hey guess we missed the number five right brother ain't trying to hit that man he was like we have a message from the foot clan and he hold up his palm right like he about to hand or something right hold up his palm and her eyes look at it he opened up his hand and slapped the shit oh slapped 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 the dog stank out of he was just like he opened up his hand he was like got a message from the foot clan she opened up her hand (laughs) and he was like keep your mouth shut man look we didn't bat an eye they didn't say you know depicting violence of women it was just like yeah you shut up like and then she took a person was trying to hit people whatever that woman got tagged what i'm trying to tell you uh lean on me the movie with uh joe clark uh i was about to say what's that brother name the older brother the actor it ain't forrest whitaker what is it the voice of god i know this one morgan freeman that's how old people wake up out their bed. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> but yeah, Morgan Freeman, he was he tried to turn the, the inner city school around. And you know, it was yeah, oh, they had a teen pregnancy in that movie. And you know, some of them gangsters who was like 35 with Jerry Curls, they couldn't read, right? So anyway, he goes up to the roof and little fat dude up there, right? He over beatboxing stuff. Everybody else see the principal come up and they took off. And the fat boy's like, what where where everybody go? And it was this heartfelt thing where he was like, boy, you know, when you smoke crack, you're killing yourself. And he was like, I know. They're like, well, go ahead and jump. And then the fat boy, the fat boy was like, jump well, because I'm fat. I don't really be jumping. Like, jump off the roof, boy. You're killing yourself. You want to die, don't you? He was like, no, I want to die. Like, yeah, you do. You smoke that crack. <laughs> smoke that. And he started pushing him. Like, go on. Go on, jump. <laughs> he was like, I don't want to die. He was like, well, go downstairs and learn how to read. That was inspirational, man. <laughs> like, yeah, no, you, you either you smoke crack or you... Because he was smoking crack. He could have thought he could fly. He could have jumped off the building, man. Um, last thing, last thing. Um, the Gremlin, right? I want to say Gremlin is rated R, and I could probably look it up on my phone, but I'm not going to. But that was a Christmas movie, right? All right, cool. Do y'all really remember... Everybody remember Gizmo. My going. Everybody, that was, he was cute. But everybody, I don't know why I'm saying this so hard, but like people don't remember that one scene when all the bad gremlins, I think technically when they became gremlins, they was bad. So the gremlins was in a bar, right? This is a kid's movie, supposedly, because they sold a lot of stuff. Merchandise is what I meant, right? So they in the bar and the gremlins was just terrorizing. There was the little, little white girl. She was the bartender, right? So she trying to do her job she trying to service them and now i realize they ain't got no money so why is she pouring drinks and trying to make sure the peanuts is filled whatever right so you know while she's sitting there or whatever like they they drinking they breaking bottles like ah i think that was the jim hansen's music but you get what i'm saying right and they go over there playing they was gambling you know one guy had on shades or whatever right and they playing cards. One guy, he put down four aces. Well, the other grunt put down five aces, right? And he's like, eh, I won, right? And then, like, she over there like, trying to take the empty beer bottles out and whatever. And one of the gremlins pull out a pistol. And she's trying to, like, move out the way. She moved to the left. He's like, hey, where you going? And he moved to the left. She sway, sway to the right. Oh, not so fast, gremlin. Right? 
and he lets off a shot in the bar, right? And then at the movie theater, <laughs> there was a gremlin wearing shades and a trench coat, and he just stood up over the trench coat like, ah, and he was smooth. <laughs> he was smooth out. He like this is what evil look like, ah, right? Don't nobody remember that. Everybody was taking their kids, and it's it was. And then the one girl had the little soliloquy, a monologue, I'm sorry, monologue, but she was saying that her dad, long story short, the dad was found dead in, uh, in the chimney because he dressed up as Santa Claus. And to surprise her, he had climbed up just a little bit up the chimney and he got stuck and he died. Like, don't nobody remember that. But that's, that's the stuff we grew up with, man. <laughs> that was the 80s and 90s, man, you know. All right, I... I had a whole bunch of stories, right, for the BTP news, but I broke my phone. But thanks to the people who listen to the show, they've sent me some stories. So I'm just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do like two of them. I don't want to go too long. All right. Excuse me, I was a belch. Uh, okay. Our first story. Uh, let's see, where, where are we gonna go? We're gonna go with this one. Uh, <laughs> it's not funny. It's not funny, but it's funny. Uh, <laughs> African wildcat captured in Ohio and test positive for cocaine. Okay. Um, <laughs> look, man. This is <laughs> this is how. Okay, for people who don't know, the premise is real simple. I find a headline that's funny. Uh, I don't read the story. I read the headline, try to figure out what's going on, and through the power of imagination, and then from there, if I got the story, I read the story. This one, I don't have the story. But I just... Okay. Okay, we in Ohio. So this is an African wildcat. So this cat has to be caught and brought to the Americas. <laughs> like a thundercat. He was in that box like, I'm ready to go. Right? Okay, let's say it was imported illegally, right? So, right. So, the person who got the cat is in his house. And, you know, people like to show off stuff, you know. Okay, you got a new boat, Bill? Okay, cool. Well, check this out. I got this. I got a Hellcat, the car, the charger, right? Got a Hellcat charger. Oh, you think that's something? Well, watch this, Tom. And you pull out an actual African cat. He was like, that's just a regular cat. I got a Hellcat. And then... Tommy's like, well, watch this, and then give him some cocaine. And see, I will say this: I've had white friends. I've had a couple black friends like this, but mostly it's been my white friends. Like they always want to do something wrong, <laughs> like really immoral to like one of your pets. Like you know, you drinking, and they were like, and this one girl, she had a, she's a lesbian. That got nothing to do with the story, but she, she had a Doberman. She had a big Doberman too, and we were sitting there drinking. But she a lesbian, so ain't nothing popping, you know, nothing like that. Uh, and she pulled him like some Hennessy, and that dog, <laughs> and the dog was just like it. He was used to the feel, you know what I'm saying? He was like, yeah, yeah, some stuff on my mind. Like take this collar off, like I'm ready. I'm like, yo, you gonna get your dog? She like, it's a cool, okay, cool. Whatever. Anyway. If you give your African cat cocaine, 
that ain't the first time you done did it. Like, how do you give a, 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 a African cat cocaine? Do you get a switchblade and cut the baggie open and put it on his little nostrils? Do you get your credit card and scoop him a little line and he gonna hit it? Like, like, hit, like I don't know. But what I'm saying is, however he did it, it wasn't the first time. So I'm thinking maybe he kind of just opened up his hand like like the Foot Clan did with April. I got a message for you. And that cat was about to flinch and he opened up his palm and just blew it in his face. White lines, right? And that cat like, oh my God. Right? And the cat probably got hyped, like running around, like, like scratching stuff. He was back in the Serengeti, right? And the cat was probably, like I say, he had to have a tolerance because you can't just do cocaine ain't something you do once and be like ah, I've had enough like you kind of hit it back right so anyway the cat's over there going through detox shaking stuff and Tommy's like look I'm gonna give you a bump but this is the last one you got to get your own cocaine after this and the cat like okay so he blew some more on his face white lines and then he was going Tommy was going off to work because somebody got to make the cocaine money right door was open cat shout <laughs> shout out the front door trying to run back to Africa and he got got pulled over you know, got that had that nip on him. You dig? Okay. Uh, let's see. All right, we got a theme here. All right. Uh, our next story: Pet monkey fatally shot after ripping woman's ear, quote, like a piece of paper. Okay. Now back in the seventies, like people always used to like to put monkeys in the TV shows. It was a thing. Matter of fact, they had BJ and the... Hmm, what was it called? BJ and the bear? But I think BJ was the monkey. And the guy was named the bear. That don't sound right. Um, <laughs> I want to say Jake and the fat man. You know, speaking of like being really inappropriate, it was like Jake and the fat man. Like, you know, it, it hurts my feelings. I'm like, dude, you the fat man. You a fat guy. You named fat guy you know you're the fat man hey where's jake he over there where's the fat man he's at his desk anyway um there was a show that came on tv abc and it was bj in the band no anyway he was a trucker clint eastwood trucker and his co-pilot guy rode with him was a was a was a monkey I don't know if he was an orangutan or a chimpanzee. I want to say chimpanzee. Chimpanzees worked a lot in the 80s. And uh, he rode. And they had little adventures. They had to drop the load off, get to where they're going. And BJ was just sitting in the front seat, you know. And then they were saying, you can't keep monkeys and chimps and orangutans. You can't keep them as pets because they're so close to us, like uh, DNA-wise. Like, if you keep them as a pet, you got to keep them doped up. So the same stuff people taking now is what you got to give them. Like, uh, uh, what's some drugs? Uh, <laughs> Depakote and stuff to deal with depression. And if you don't give them their pills and sedate them, like, you know, they, they, they jump up out of it. And be like, where am I? You know, and you don't want to get attacked by a chimpanzee on the orangutan. Because what they do is typically... You know, they, they show signs of dominance, right? Like, to basically, like, I want to fight. And most humans, when we get threatened, we turn and run. Well, when you turn and run, what they do is to incapacitate you. They either rip or bite your Achilles tendon. And that's that, that shrinky piece of meat that, uh, you know, back of your heel, right? So while you're doing that, it's like, ah, 
ah, right? You turn over and he's like, now nah, I get to go to work on you. Now he just sit on your chest and you got his, you got arms for feet. <laughs> so you got, you got hands holding your rib cage, right? And then from there, either they bite your fingers off because if I take your fingers off, you can't attack me, right? And then from there, they, they rip off your face. I don't know why, but they go for faces, you know. And then from there, sometimes they attack your genitals. That's, you know. So why would you want that in your house? Like, as a pet, right? <laughs> it's doped up and you miss a... Anyway, uh... Well, <laughs> I went down a rabbit hole right there. Um, Yeah, long story short, uh... Monkey was like, hey, little mama, let me whisper in your ear and try to tell her a secret and rip their monkeys are strong, y'all. Like, don't have no monkey in your house. And my thing is, if you a truck driver and you got a monkey as a pet, orangutan, chimpanzee, etc., like they poop. Not only do they poop, like they throw it. You dig on say you gotta keep a pamper on them. It was a TV show. That 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 champ had a pamper on them. And not just that, you got a big steering wheel right in front of you, right? You got 80,000 pounds. You over here taking a hamburger helper across to San Antonio. And they like, we don't like that. We like the San Francisco treat. You be like, too bad. We coming, right? You got a big steering wheel. If that chimp grabbed the steering wheel and pulled, man, you jackknifing. You flipping. I'm just saying. Just <laughs> All right, y'all. Uh, that's been another episode of Bros 3 Podcast. Um, if you like what you hear, I appreciate it. And if you want to interact or engage with me, uh, or you got stories you want to, you know, hear me talk about, send me a line, uh, 219-964-7781. If you like the show, wherever you listen to podcasts, like and favorite. That way, whenever I drop an episode, you get the episode. Simple as that. All right. All right. Love y'all. Later.